side, hitting the bong. Oh man, yeah, I couldn't, uh, it's crazy, I can't, uh, I don't know what's going on tonight. This has been one of the wackiest uh, situations ever. I think we're getting censored on the old Podbean, man. Yeah, we said something, we're hitting a nerve. I think I may have, yeah, it's possible one of my rants, I, I did go on an extreme anti-COVID rant on the last episode. So, no, I think it's your chemtrails, dude. I think the weather talk, the robots are onto us, dude. They, well, they're onto the fact that we're onto them. Man, that kind of freaks me out. Maybe that the AI is just messing with the algo and fucking with my computer. I also have a really old laptop that could be playing into it, but I think uh, there's something going on with our old uh, hosting service here. They may not be digging in on what we're uh, jamming on. Uh, these days, uh, which is funny because we we were uh, staunch anti uh, COVID folk, anti Fauci, and you know uh, we've uh, probably laid out some controversial uh, con- you know ideas about the Leah Thomas affair and all that nonsense. <clears throat> oh, we are not pro training here, but like uh, to now be getting you know getting hit with the technical difficulties by the the hosting uh, site. We're gonna have to try and figure out a way forward on our own uh, path here, amigo. Have you been uh, watching porn on your phone? Not enough. I think that's mm. the problem. No, I'm I'm a uh, I'm a non-porn on the phone man. In fact, uh, that's what, right. You, go mag- you still doing the magazine? You you an old school? I like to uh, stare at myself in the mirror, and. Uh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Psycho killer, gotcha. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, makes I just you know, like to look at the view. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I gotcha. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can only assume they're gonna keep cutting you off at some point here and there. Are you still there now? I can't. I don't even know. Oh yeah, dude. The funniest thing about the porn on the phone is uh. This guy was telling me that uh, he he got his kid's cell phone, right? Oh no, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, he's like, but it was a big argument. The wife insisted they put this like thing on there, where like they could see on their phone everything the kid's looking at on his phone, right? Yeah, man. This guy was like, I told her, don't do it, don't do it. And he's like, it lasted about forty eight hours, and then we deleted the app. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Well, then what? Well, what is better though? Shouldn't they, dude? We should just not be. They have these new phones um, that you can get for your kid, where you don't really have access to the porn and the internet and all that stuff. It's just for like you know navigation. You get the maps, texting, you know. Yeah, but do you want your kid? The funniest thing I ever heard is you give your kid the the like big uh uh go around here is give your kid an apple watch oh you can't watch porn on the watch you can't do anything really and the funniest part is you call you can call your kid on the watch if you need to get a hold of him and he has to talk to you on speaker wow so, like, <laughs> you get to embarrass the shit out of him I don't know. I'm a little weirded out by the Apple Watch. That's a lot of radiation and all that 5G technology just, you know, right into the wrist. It doesn't matter. It's, 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 <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> Everything else going on with these kids, they're watching drag shows in school. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of radiation to the wrist is the least of your worries, dude. And you're right. With the chemtrails above and all that shit, who cares what's toxic now, dude? We're all fucked, man. Everything's uh, you know, poisoning us left and right. Might as well get a little 5G tech in there. You know? <laughs> it might help you. <laughs> that's why, that's <laughs> why we... St- might disturb the uh, growth of the cancer cells. That's why we gave you the uh, mRNA technology shot there. Look at those oh, uh, yeah, 5G it's got Bluetooth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. If I know anything about shit Bill Gates has touched, your Bluetooth is going to need to get reset every fucking three days. That's right. And you have a virus. <laughs> over and over again. Forever. Until it shuts down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the, you know, we should all be uh, weary about going into the future with all this tech. And I stumbled upon a doozy. I thought you would really enjoy this one. You know, uh, I think going into the 
digital world with the phones and everything and the electric cars is uh, kind of going to pay a price in the future, especially if maybe, you know, there's some sort of emergency or an EMP or the uh, stooges at Podbean feel like they don't like the content of your podcast, so they shut it down over and over again. You never know who's going to be messing with your electricity or, you know, your ability to access the internet. And so I think uh, we need to look out for a world where potentially we don't have access to certain things like, you know, radio waves. Emergency warnings mainly transmitting on AM radio stations. The alert saving countless lives in real life, too. This is a clear channel emergency response team. This is your signal. This is a distress signal out there. We'll continue to try to help you find your loved ones. You are going into an area that you know exactly what is happening. Telling people what they need to know and do during emergencies. Road signs like this one directing people where to tune in during a disaster. That's the story right now of the Coast Guard. Like KSCO, an AM radio station in Santa Cruz, California, which has been around since 1947. And reaches millions across central California. The radio station has always been here first to serve the community. And it's a community that uh, needs a lot of service in times of storms and earthquakes and floods and power outages and any other kind of unusual local disaster that you can think about. Now those alerts are getting harder for people to actually hear. Why? Because electric vehicles are becoming more popular around the country. Sales were up 65% last year. And the car companies that make them are ditching AM radios in their new models. Automakers say it's because the motors on electric cars interfere with AM frequencies. The automakers say the alerts should keep up with the changing tech, saying people should use phones instead of radios in emergencies. But officials say that presents a clear challenge. The fact of the matter is broadcast radio and television are free mediums to, to push emergency information to people. While AM radio is on the decline, 47 million people still listen to it, according to Nielsen, including those who may not have the money to buy things like smartphones or satellite radio. And this has Josh Gottheimer of New Jersey and Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts calling automakers out. How are people supposed to get this information on their phone when they're driving? Um, through a climate-induced catastrophic storm. How did you just bring up climate change? A power outage, or when there's an earthquake, or when there's a fire. The Internet, 99 out of 100 times during a disaster, ain't there. It just doesn't work. But radio is there. Lawmakers and radio hosts on the same wavelength about why AM radio is so important to so many across the U.S. All right. I think this is some crazy shit, actually, to be totally honest. Uh, You know, I told you about that trip we took to California, and we were cruising around. We rented the Tesla. It was a really fun time, but not so fun because it just seemed so uneasy. Like, there was just something about it that just didn't feel like it was... A car. It's weird. When you're in these yeah. electric vehicles, it, there's just something about it that's missing. And maybe it is that tangible, you know, the combustion engine, the AM radio. There's just certain things about these old school cars where you almost know that there's a way to fix it or to get it running or to connect to civilization. You know, it's, it's I think weird. it's even more than that, dude. Like when I got to do an old truck the other day. Yeah. It's like, man, even compared to my van, it's like, man, there's something about the idea. Like, my my van is hooked up to my iPhone, so I could start it from anywhere with my iPhone. Right. Right. And it, like, gives me alerts when it needs something or if something's wrong. Like, like, dude, that right there tells me if if I could control it from my iPhone, anybody could control it from anywhere, which means... (laughs) I'm not really the one, you know, I'm not really in full control. They're just allowing me to be in control of this van. Wow. Yeah. Whereas, like, remember you had an old, dude, when I had that 81 Cutlass Supreme? Yeah, man. You need to drop a fucking EMP. And even then, (laughs) so much, so much steel on that puppy. I don't don't know if it it might shut down my radio. You know? 
Yes, I, there's something about the the old cars. I don't know what it is that I always felt like um, you could see totally. in the old movies too, like Alien Invasion and the you know they wipe out all the tech and then someone just rigs up the old car and it fires back up. You, know, you get to travel again, and I just even I'll tell now, you the best thing you could do is get an old diesel because diesels you could man they'll just you don't need electricity to run them. For the old diesel, really. That's the one that'll uh, ride on forever? Yeah. I'm not familiar with the cars on that level, so that I, I'm i the kind of guy who's like, who gets the diesel anymore? What do you need that bad boy for? Oh, no, you're you're absolutely right. The, right now, they've they've literally ruined diesels. Is because that, with the, de- why with is the that? death yeah. fluid and all <laughs> the other shit that you have to do, now it's insane. They have to so dilute for, it or add some sort of uh, eco-friendly chemical, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Uh, yeah, like, death fluid. It's diesel exhaust fluid. It's the biggest it. scam in the world. <laughs> that's right. These fucking poor truckers now. They got to they gotta just fucking... Everybody who's got a diesel. It's not even a trucker. You go buy a fucking Chevy Silverado, the diesel, and you got to fucking... You got to fill it up with death fluid. And it's literally just fluid that is dumping out your exhaust. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, we got <laughs> yeah, to spend money and, you know, I don't know, stimulate the economy it's somehow. It's right? just scammed. Is that how it works? It's, they've ruined it. And then there's so many sensors and all this other shit to make sure that you're, uh, you know, following the environmental rule. It's They've oh, ruined diesels. Can you imagine... <clears throat> Being like a, a guy who owns a trucking company in, let's say, California, where they're about to outlaw having a combustion engine like rolling through their streets, like you, you're gonna. I don't think anybody owns a trucking company in California. I think they have all moved out. <laughs> at, at least <laughs> for sure, Probably they've right. all talked about how they don't. They plan their routes to not fuel up in California. So I, I would assume. If California passes their trucking law, and I'm not being outrageous, I, I'm almost certain by 2027, if I'm it's not, early. They, they are going to outlaw selling the trucks, and there's going to be some taxation, if I'm not mistaken. There's something going on where they're basically... Oh, yeah, you're, no, yeah it's like, a, it's like a, a progressive thing, though, where first, you're not allowed to buy or sell it in California, and then like a couple of years later, you're not going to be allowed to even like come do deliveries. Yeah, I don't, they're like stop you at the border. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be good, good, man. I hope they build a wall around California. It's gonna get weird there, man. Uh, Just think about all the businesses leaving. Like, isn't that kind of what people see happening in like Chicago? You know, like take a look around, man. Who's moving in? This is what I say to Emma all the time. Like, um. We cruise around Denver daily, and I always point out like the stuff moving out, and I always say to her like, "Who, who's, who's coming in? Did you read about anybody? Who's the new five star Michelin restaurant that's coming yeah, in? Who, good call. Yeah, is uh, Gordon Ramsay opening a new restaurant on 16th Street Mall? No. Uh, is uh, oh, is like uh, is any you know is anything opening up? No. Oh, thousands of restaurants and businesses left. Oh, oh, that sounds like the total opposite of a booming economy. That sounds you know, like You know, what we do have is a hundred, we have hundreds of migrants with coolers filled with tamales. Yes. Good, saw, great tamales, though, I'll tell you. They, they lost a thousand businesses around the 16th Street Mall here in Denver. I'm cruising to work, and down by the uh, Platte River bend over there on a side trucking road there's a dude with a rusty old rv selling break fast burritos all right (laughs) that's denver and that's that's where you get your best break fast burritos all right you guys understand here you see what's happening a thousand businesses leave gordon ramsay's not coming in and you get break fast burritos out of the rusty RV at the side of the river. I try, dude, I literally had this <laughs> argument the other day with mom and dad about uh, like what they did to the businesses in Illinois. I'm like, all right, well, if I want to open up a restaurant that serves break fast burritos, <laughs> right? 
Every fucking person I employ, I got to pay them like $15 an hour. <laughs> and, and then I got to, the day I hire them, they now get 40 hours of vacation to get for the year. I got to give them 40 hours a year. So you're a cashier at my breakfast burrito and you get, and you get, you get a week's paid vacation. Do you know how many fucking shitty jobs I had where I didn't get a fucking week's paid vacation? That's like the whole point of a shitty job. Right? I also didn't get fucking $15 an hour. Oh, man. I love it. And then, and then not only that, they're arguing with me about the, 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 so off the table, can't even argue for sure. Women should get six months paternity leave, uh, maternity leave. All right. So six months. So you work. You're the cashier at my breakfast. You you get you get six months maternity leave. You get forty hours a year guaranteed, and I gotta pay you minimum fifteen dollars an hour. How many breakfast burritos do I need to sell? Whereas <laughs> this guy shows up with a fucking igloo cooler full of breakfast burritos. <laughs> you don't understand. He's in a 1987 Winnebago. It's like yellow stained and rusted and been lived in by many a homeless people. And this guy threw together a handwritten sign. He somehow <laughs> somehow figured out to spell breakfast right, you know? Just he's it's it's a, this guy's a genius and he's down Oh, uh, I the thought river. he spelled it B R A K E. That's what I was picturing. Maybe that is how he spelled it. I uh, I drove past it very quickly, and uh, breakfast. I just see the guy with the breakfast. See, uh, I thought like breakfast is kind of genius if you're a guy on like a corner because you're telling the people to break fast for a breakfast burrito. Well, I like yeah. I mean? Well, I don't think he was that clever. I I think he just saw other breakfast places, and then he wrote break fast burritos <laughs> <laughs> on a crooked sign, and he stapled it to his. Rusty, yellow, stained Winnebago that he somehow turned into a makeshift burrito stand down by the river, where all these other homeless people hang out. That's great. <laughs> that guy, he's making way more money than anyone who decides to open up any kind of restaurant on the 16th Street Mall he, in Denver, Colorado. He doesn't, have to, pay compliments of, he doesn't <laughs> have to pay for maternity leave. That's what I'm saying. Compliments of Jared Polis. Like, everybody thank Jared Polis. Nobody wants to open up an actual burrito joint on the 16th Street Mall. No, no. We got to go down by the river and get breakfast burritos from the Mexican dude in the broken down Winnebago. Look, all all that overhead I just talked to you about for my breakfast burrito, that was just for my one cashier. I haven't even gotten to, like, the cooks. I haven't even gotten to the taxes. You're going to fucking charge me. The rent. It's like, dude, how many fucking breakfasts do I need to sell? You know what I mean? I like I'm not kidding, dude. I drove past I drive past this spot on the river every day. And then one day there he is, breakfast burritos, and I'm like, huh, that's the first restaurant I've seen move into Denver in like five years. It's <laughs> incredible. He must be getting fantastic rent rates. It's like yeah, the good news. <laughs> Round the, the up. I don't know about Michelin stars, but he did have four Michelins. That's a good sign. <laughs> he had four uh, Michelin tires. Actually, I don't know if you saw those uh, bad boys. They, were, they looked they looked usable. Was uh, that all terrain? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the state of America and the major cities. And wake up, people! Take a look you're around. Totally, Take a look you're around. Totally, you're totally right. You're losing the greatest. <laughs> Restaurants ever in the world, and then who's moving in? Breakfast. Yes. The the, the Winnebago. I'm, I'm down not by shitting. The fucking... Like when I moved here 20 years ago, dude. Literally, it was like, oh, this guy. He was on uh, Top Chef, All Stars, and he opened up this, yeah. you know, three star restaurant downtown Denver. You know, oh, have you been to this fusion Asian Mexican American burger restaurant? <laughs> You're like, oh my god, it's so incredible. Like everybody was opening up all this incredible shit downtown, and now I'm not kidding. Now everyone's like, did you catch that burrito guy down by the river? Oh, <laughs> it's called breakfast. Oh, it's incredible, dude. Breakfast, yeah. Out of this world. <laughs> it used to be you would tell them like how many stars they got, you know, and now it's like, dude, you gotta try this guy. He even spelled breakfast correct. It's Chris. It's, Chris. it's off the chain. It's off the fucking chain. I can't believe it. Spelled correctly. No, no. Menu's legit. <laughs> this guy could read it right.
I don't need the news or the media or anyone to tell me how <laughs> shitty the economy is and how bad everything is. But I love that they forced this down our throat for two weeks. We didn't really cover it, but I'm finally going to throw it out there. I'm impressed something happened. Uh, it's This is all theater. It's all just to uh, distract us. It's, it's baloney. They were going to do it the whole time. We knew it. Uh, let's do it, baby. Debt deal. President Biden today sounded optimistic about the two-year deal he brokered with Speaker Kevin McCarthy to lift the debt ceiling by an estimated $4 trillion, <laughs> extending it until after the 2024 election. Well, I feel very good about it. I've spoken to a number of the members. Mr. Biden and Speaker McCarthy spent the weekend... Oh, that's not right there. Support to guarantee- stop right there. Stop right there. Uh, that didn't sound very Reagan-esque, that mumble there, Chief. <laughs> How come nobody talks about the lack of Reagan-esque qualities in Joe Biden? I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> You're right on the money, man. ...be passage by the June 5th deadline to avoid default. It doesn't get everything everybody wanted, but that's in divided government. That's where we end up. The deal prevents cuts to Social Security and Medicare, as well as military and veterans programs. It also claws back funding from the IRS and takes back the unspent money from COVID relief funds. It loosens some environmental rules. Unspent? We spent so much on COVID, <laughs> We spent so much on COVID, you still had left over? I can't even believe that. Can we fix the and, roads? Fix the roads, man. And they decided to just not even go after the people that stole it. I, I'm just like, I can't believe it, dude. We had surplus I, COVID money. Can we fix the damn uh, roads? Are you gonna get I don't get it. I don't get it, man. We like Colorado had its own massive controversy with the people the in the government just stealing COVID funds, man. Yeah, everybody like, did. And, they, and yes. here we are, three years later. There is a pothole the size of a football field along I twenty five, and it's <laughs> it's so incredible. It's been there for two years. Nobody will fix it. No, there's no money. Mike, there's no money to be had. Like we got, we got the COVID surplus. Uh, we have the hundreds of billions of dollars we're sending to Ukraine. No money to fix the roads. No money to fix the roads. And temporarily add. You want, you want to talk about roads? Chicago right now. My class. It's eight point four miles. It's over an hour. Oh wow. It took me an hour, and I didn't even take the GPS. I just took. I had to take side roads because the highway is just. It's it's insane. I'm on board with your avoiding the maps, and I don't even look at them anymore. I've been just taking my own feeling route, like I told you a few episodes ago. It's yeah. it's on fire. I'm telling you. I th- I'm Dude, always you know always getting home you know, faster than I ever used to. Well, you know what I did today is I just I just started this thing where I'm like, I right, fuck it, man. Look, uh, I see a little bit of traffic ahead. I look right. No, I need to go northwest. <laughs> you know, yes. my house is northwest. So if I see a traffic ahead and I don't see traffic to the right, I'm turning right. You know? Yes, man. And what happens is, honestly, I, I, if I save time, it's maybe a minute or two. I don't even know if I do. Maybe I lose a couple minutes. I don't even care. Like, t- I just ended up, I drive through, like, Oak Park. It's, like, yes. beautiful, like, you know, people keep their lawns. So, I don't know. You yep. end up just, you today I wasn't mad, even though it took me the same amount of time as the highway. I would say you earned some peace of mind through the process, which I have discovered yes. I, my traveling lately has been a lot of ease to be totally honest because i have just taken the easy way that felt right you know you can gauge traffic dude you know what we forgot is that like over the last 10 years we've become so like uh connected to these devices we forgot how we lived like entire lives without them mm-hmm. dude i just had like an epiphany you know what i just realized it was that I, you know it was different What's that? I just realized. So this whole time, I think I'm getting mad at the people. Dude, I'm literally getting mad at the GPS. Yes. Right? Because, yes. because you told me it was 32 minutes. 
Now this, you know what I mean? And now it's just climbing and climbing and it's because this assholes are moving in. <laughs> Why are you guys entering the highway? You're slowing it down, you know? Yes, dude. I just realized it's like, if you're looking at that GPS, you have something to blame. So you're just getting mad at it, which gets you to be mad at everything else. But if you're just not even looking at a GPS and it's just you deciding, like, yeah, it's just your decisions, you know what I mean? I don't know, I think it has more to do with, like, a freedom versus uh you know like i put faith in you to decide and you failed me yes that is a great perspective i really like that i and i'm i was just kind of throwing myself in that car kind of in that moment and the uh the changeover like the uh where i kind of had this metamorphosis almost like uh these i don't know i'm telling you there's something up with these devices they are causing yeah. a lot of bad energy, and they're causing yes. a lot of issues in our society. Oh, well, I think that just sums it up. We're putting too way. You're putting too much faith into this device. That is an amazing device. It's an amazing technological advance, but it cannot solve your problems. It's not the answer Dude. to all of life's mysteries. You know? Yeah, the phone is supposed to be a modern tool. Uh, and the tool, you know, <laughs> yeah. like um, the hammer is just a hammer. You're supposed to wield it and know how to wield it. We have oh. this new hammer, and we have no idea how to wield this hammer. Great call, dude. A hammer's a hammer. It's not supposed to get you dates. Answer your homework. <laughs> but also, here's what's crazy is a hammer. Watch your kids. But also, you know, you know what's nuts about this is, too, is a hammer can build you a house, but it can also kill somebody. And so look at a phone, man. Yeah. You know, a phone can do amazing no, things, but it can also be so dangerous. It's this modern age tool in the hands of these apes, and we have hey, you know no what idea say, what Frank. we're doing. You know what they say, man? Every tool can build a prison. Wow, I, that is very profound and beautiful, and I was actually, this is why I'm the idiot in the group here, uh, I was thinking, uh, with every hammer, you have a depappy. <laughs> Folks, it always goes back to depappy, I can't get over this guy, man, he literally he, attacked this, the husband of the speaker of the house with a the hammer in his underwear, house. are you fucking kidding me? It, Disappeared. Like, the, 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 Nobody wants to talk about the Pappy, dude. It's fucking the Pappy. <laughs> the hammer. Come on, man. Dude. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's crazy. It's crazy. That it was, was the literally just. Dude, when we were like younger, like Flavor of the Week used to be like Britney Spears is dating Justin Timberlake. <laughs> you know, like that was the fucking, you know, that was. Yes. Now it's. The speaker of the house's house was broken into, <laughs> and her husband was hit in the head with a hammer. And then we're just going to laugh about it a week later and forget about it. Look, you guys want to forget about COVID lockdowns? Fine. You want to forget that you wanted to force the jab on me and make me show my passport? Fine. I get it, okay? Right. We'll let bygones Forgotten. be bygones, all right? <laughs> yeah. but, but there's no way in hell you're going to let me forget about this pappy fella, the underwear, the hammer. No way. There's no way. We must remember pappy. <laughs> what happened to pappy? Where's pappy? Never forget. Right? <laughs> Never forget also that we're talking about the debt deal. That's how nobody forget how much nobody forget. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even joking. I just had to do it. I type in the Pappy like everything's from January. Yeah, no, he I'm not kidding. I think that was a whole staged event. DePappy's an actor. We'll never know what happened to this guy. Ever. Ever, ever. He's gone, man. Dude, here's the thing, like, when, I, I love that we're doing DePappy, Do like, <laughs> no, but this is crazy, it's a weird conspiracy theory or situation that everybody just wants to ignore, the timing of it, remember, is very spectacular, <laughs> it was around the midterms, I, if I believe, and, like, uh, <coughs> they were really pushing the entire kind of narrative that you got the, uh, no, you're, dude, you're right on, man, I gotta stop you right there, because huh? you're too spot on, the fucking... It happened October 23rd, right? Yes. And hold on, man. This is, dude, I got, dude, they're starting the trial one year to the day on October 23rd. There you go, man. 
You know what's going to happen a year after that day? The fucking election. Of course. You know they're going to fucking bring it out to the election. Yes, man. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. To Pappy. I don't know. I think I think he's an actor. I really truly believe it. There we didn't hear anything about him after or like since and I'm not kidding. Attacked the husband of the Speaker of the House. This should have been like monumental news, and they <laughs> swept it so fast. And then they had important. then they had to pull out the fucking body cam footage because everyone was like correctly assuming he was some sort of homosexual liaison that got caught up in some sort of bizarre drug exchange that went awry and the cops got called inadvertently that's honestly what it's obviously what happened and it's just so funny that we had to pretend it didn't then they revealed the information we're like well here it is but we're all gonna not talk about it and then now to pappy who (laughs) like you're right dude a year a year later that's crazy stuff man they good call they're gonna drag that shit out they're going to keep uh, dragging the Jan 6 stuff out. We covered it, I think, on the last show, didn't we? The uh, latest Jan 6 guy he, who got busted for, uh, what was it, putting his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Yeah. Got four and a half yeah. years for that. That's following the dude who got the uh, 18 years, who's a uh, retired firefighter, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe I'm getting the two guys confused. It, it's very possible, but... Uh, there's definitely some sort of uh, a front on the people on the right and a whole show going on on the left. You know, Jan 6th, the more you dig into it, man, come on. This was a staged event with all sorts of feds. The DePappy situation kind of seems like a staged event. I could almost argue that DePappy himself is some sort of federal agent or a dude who was drugged out uh, probably on some sort of uh, antidepressants, pharmaceuticals. They were able to manipulate was him. He, was he wearing khakis? <laughs> <laughs> and a white face mask, right? <laughs> Sunglasses at night. Sunglasses at night. Yeah, well, I trust those fellas, actually, sometimes. Uh, but they're all uh, trying to just distract us from the main event which is world. Dude, oh, you know, I saw. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh no! I saw this guy the other day. He's like, like sixty years old now, right? He like never had like a real job, and he's like this biker guy, you know? Oh yeah. And I just like shows up on the motorcycle, and he's got the leather and the tattoos. And... At what point do you are you like, all right, this this isn't cool? You mean if you're the uh, leather-clad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, do you fella. really think they think people are looking at them like, oh, that guy's so cool? Are you huge? I mean, you're like kind of tall. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking brick house huge. Like, are you Samoan huge? Like, are you? Uh, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Like, you're like a Tony. So, like it's like our brother Tony, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> got sixty. Look, <laughs> I like the I am I like the dudes who are the biker dudes. You don't get them all the time anymore, but you know what I'm talking about. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you respect the fact that they hold on, they hold on to it to the end, or is it like, dude, you should kind of give it up? Are you talking about the punkers? I'm talking about the bikers. The bikers. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking uh, cycle cyclists or <laughs> no, bikers? No. Fuck those dudes. We're talking uh, bikers. I almost hit one the other day, man. I swear to God. I just wanted to establish that. Oh, yeah, I had to roll down my man, window, man. and I literally told them. I said, hey, buddy. If I, have to pass, I said, if you pass me one more time, I swear to God, I'm going to hit you. Oh, and... Man, in Denver, dude, they act like they're a car. Like, you're not a car. 
There's no way you're a car. You you should be only a car if you can go 30 <laughs> miles an hour. If yeah. you can't go 30 miles an hour, you're on the sidewalk. Sorry. Because there's like it's like two or three. It's like th- it's three lights in a row that they're all offset. And this guy keeps going to the front of the fucking line, and then we're all struggling to get around him. Yes. And then after that third light, we're taking off. Like, I'm talking 50 miles per hour. Yes, and I totally agree with you. And this is coming from a guy, and I'm going to fully admit this. I'm a dude. I have a very nice cycling bicycle that I purchased many years ago. I had the whole outfit, the regalia, the helmet. I went in a long... A uh, bike ride from uh, Portland, or I'm sorry, Seattle to Portland. It was, it was uh, really fun, but dangerous and insane, and you know something only young people should do. <clears throat> but also, to be totally, you know, cyclists get off the fucking road, man. What are you doing? Yeah, get out of the way. And I'm, I'm saying this as a guy who was into it. I loved the hobby, and I think it's a really healthy thing to do. I, you know if you could find the right pathways and places to go. But, man, the dudes and ladies and lady fellas cruising around downtown in Denver or Chicago, wherever you're at, if you're in a major urban setting Mm. and you're trying to take advantage of their new bike lanes, you're going to get hit by a freaking car, man. Like (laughs) It's such a dangerous environment to be in. You shouldn't, in your right mind, think that that's a good place to be uh, uh, exposed like that on your bike. You don't own anything. Dude, I got to give a shout out to the CPD, the Chicago Police Department. Man, up in Wrigleyville. All right. Yeah. Dude, I had to go from one school that was literally like a block north of, Ad- of Addison Street, just east of Wrigley Field. Oh, yeah. I had to go from that school to another school that was just west of it and like south. It was, I had to go through Wrigleyville, like no going around it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it was a Cubs game. It was like an hour before a Cubs game. Dude, I get stuck in this line of traffic. It, I'm like so fucking pissed because it's all construction. It's me and like three other white vans and then like two of the giant dump trucks. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, we're not going anywhere because every time the fucking light changes, there's just traffic. Every time the light changes, the people start walking, so then the people stuck in the intersection are stuck in the fucking intersection. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, and which is why I don't understand why cities haven't employed the concept of uh, maybe getting Elon Musk involved of burrowing the streets yes. so that way the pedestrians can walk up top and the cars can just flow underneath. But, yo, this cop comes in out of nowhere. He was just sitting on the corner doing nothing, just watching the people walking. Puts out his lights, goes in, clears the intersection, and then lets all of us go. All the white vans and the work trucks got us got us through Wrigleyville. Yeah. And it was it was so awesome. Thank you. Because that's all I kept thinking is like, God damn it, all you fucking people are just out enjoying a, an afternoon, going to a Cubs game. Like, I'm literally in the middle of a job right now. Like, can, can I just please turn? So, you know, I came to Colorado uh, a while back, and the thing that kind of struck me as odd, and I never latched on, and I never dug it, was Boulder and around Denver University, University and... Uh, kind of the southern Denver area, they have these buttons where the students can uh, you know, push the button and it turns the light red so they can cross. Oh, I thought, yes, we have those in the uppity areas. Oh, and I hate it. When I lived in Boulder, I used to... They have them at all the crosswalks there, at least they used to. Maybe they've changed a bit now, but uh, you would go up to them or I would walk up to him, and I would not uh, push the button. And I would wait for the traffic to go by, you know? Because in my mind as a pedestrian, I'm in no hurry. I have cho- You're walking! I have chosen to put on my walking shoes and uh, take the path forward and take my time. So there- You left yeah. your house knowing you will not, at the very most, 
most ex- extreme circumstances, you're not going faster than 12 miles. Per hour. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> you know? if, if, if I am on foot, I have chosen. Yes. I have chosen to go wherever I'm going. In no hurry whatsoever. Like I, I am, I am in a two thousand pound <laughs> metal cage with a machine that is That's fucking exploding carbon fuel. To you know what I mean? To yes. get me up to like seventy miles yes. per hour. No, this was, there. In the idea that a pedestrian should have the power to push a fucking button and get the the all the traffic to stop so they can walk across is the single most retarded liberal concept <laughs> ever of all time and it it is like the identity of boulder like that is boulder yes. in a nutshell in my opinion yes. that some yes. here's what happened though i want to rem- i want to tell everyone it, this is the democratic no, party but, but here's what happened them up. here's what happened you didn't give an opportunity for the jogger to come by and push the button so he can continue his pace right no the homeless guy with the cart full of shit Gets to push the button and slowly push his shit across oh. the street and fucking block the traffic. No, 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 no. And there's always a certain demographic, certain demographic, that waits till, like, the hand is flashing. There's three seconds left. And then they start the strut across the street. <laughs> well, Mike, I don't know what you're talking about. Again, I'm describing uh. Boulder, Colorado. I don't know if you've uh, <laughs> been uh. around here, but it's a little bit different. Not many strutters out there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got our fair share. We're about we're about fifty percent strutters. We got stumblers mostly. Stumblers. <laughs> the pushing of the button. It's uh, so insane. The idea that I pedestrian have the power now with the poke of my index finger to dictate the flow of traffic in this major city because this button and these lights exist uh, um, in Denver, downtown Denver by Denver University, on a major road. It is insane. It's commerce. You're stopping commerce. You are costing money. Every time I pass through it, I'm like, this is pure insanity. The (laughs) fact that we as a society here in Denver, Colorado, decided, yes, let's give the power of traffic, uh, let's put it into the hands of a 20-year-old. This is genius. Or Yeah, no, no, all you people with jobs need to stop for this guy with no job. What do you mean? Uh, it's in, I like again. I I can't get over the fact that people out there thought this is a great idea. We're gonna have people walking have the ability to stop traffic. Yeah. You know, because they'll. Teach- what did I tell you? What did I tell you about the 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 first, second, and third order consequences? That's right. Dude. You know what I mean. Slippery slopes, people. That's it's all the first order sounds great. The first order consequence, right? These all the pedestrians are getting over fast and safe. It's great, right? Yeah. Nobody, nobody cared to follow up with what else is happening. You know? No, I I know exactly the concept behind. Like, yeah, we're gonna... Colorado. This goes back to the fuck the tr- chemtrails that I'm obsessed with, and the fact that I found out that they are they have signed on to projects to geoengineer the skies and change the temperature here and uh, all that bullshit. Colorado and the politicians and the people who uh, overwhelmingly vote out of Boulder and Denver are totally into eco-friendly green nonsense. That's why we have uh, all these solar here Here's what I love about solar panels and the push for solar panel installment here in Colorado. The government said, here, everybody, put these solar panels on your house so you could uh, power your home. We'll give you tax credits and discounts. But then we're going to do this program where we uh, fly these planes over and spray these uh, chemicals and create clouds. And we're going to cover <laughs> we're going to cover the skies with these clouds. See, so your solar panels that you just paid all this money to put in your house, see, uh, they're not going to be able to absorb any of that energy we told you to get. See? See how it works? You stupid sheep. We fooled you again. Now put on your double mask, idiot. 
Yeah, because that's how it works. That's how it works. We fooled you once. We fooled you again. It's over and over and over again. Round and round. Round and round and round. Round and round. Round and round and round. We just keep fucking fucking with you, man. That's like what it is, though. That's Colorado. Everyone's so dumb here. They passed laws, green energy laws, and thousands of businesses and restaurants decided, well, we're not going to abide by your ridiculous restrictions. We're going to leave Colorado. We're going to go to Texas and Florida, where they allow us to open up our businesses and thrive without any of these outrageous. Yes, and we can have a gas stove. What the fuck is this gas gas. stove, dude? Exactly. It's insane, man. I'm telling you, like people in Colorado don't. They're, they don't see what's oh. happening, and this is happening nationwide here in the United Dude, you States. Hear, you want to hear one of the most absurd things about the electric cars? So, in a lot Outside of, these- of the <laughs> fact that you can't get AM radio now, we're just like, what? Uh, yeah, I forgot that's what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> hey. No, 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 even worse, dude. So in a lot of these like neighborhoods now, if you want to put a, one of those like high-speed chargers in your garage. Oh, yeah. Dude, you got a trench from your garage all the way to the street and do an underground wire that is a, is a kill switch. You have to put a kill switch at the street. Wow. Because it's not everywhere, but a lot of places are calling for it so that if you're when you're if your car catches on fire while it's like charging, they can kill it at the street. Oh man. <laughs> It just adds like ten thousand dollars. I mean, more. It's it's so much. Imagine like these houses. Like who's buying these cars, right? Here's what kills it's me people too, that man. have like nice houses and shit. So you got to run that wire all the way to the fucking front of your oh, driveway. Oh man, it's so much money. The inf- it's, it's such a scam. And also think about this: you get everybody to buy in. They have to have the electric cars. These things that start on fire easily. And what if someone sparks up and then the whole neighborhood just goes man you could oh, wipe out a- like one car causes a surge you could wipe out entire communities man you know it's a, the, all these policies these restrictions they all seem to be geared to towards not allowing us to well leave our home when we want to or yeah, they control e- everything or even have a home because they're gonna burn it down <laughs> you know like it's uh like think about it like like let's say like something let's just say something happens china invades they shut down dc power grids done how are you gonna charge your tesla right i'm still gonna be able to go pump gas out of abandoned gas stations yes that's what got me about this um uh am radio uh clip which was Imagine, I was actually thinking, this is what got me. Uh, I wasn't sure. I was looking around. I'm like, do I have a radio? And then like an I, emergency radio? Just, just like a radio. You, you just need an emergency radio that's a hand crank. Just a radio that receives radio reception. And we do. We do have one. And I thought about it for a minute. And I thought, I don't think most people do now. Probably not. A radio. And so what if, imagine a scenario where we live in a world where everybody has their phones and their digital technology, power goes out, but then comes back on, right? (laughs) Internet has changed, though. There's something different. We're getting the all, everyone's getting the same information. But then the rare few who have their AM radios turn on and catch a signal. And the signal says, don't trust what's being played on your digital device. Come on. Hey, by the way, writer strike, you got nothing on us, man. We've come, no, it's this so show, good, dude. I this, love where we're going. This show alone has come up with a million movies. I'm not even kidding. But Well, I was thinking, yeah, like uh Do you know what I'm saying? Like maybe No, no what maybe really the, got me in that clip is when they there. said that like they think people should you know, you know, well, everybody's using their phone and everything. Do you have it? Do you have any idea what it would take? Do you know what it would take to maintain a cell tower? No. 
<laughs> Neither do I. Sorry. But dude, we all fucking built a radio out of a fucking potato in elementary school. Yeah, that's you the know? thing about radio that I I was obsessed with. <laughs> it's funny we're going back to it. I I was obsessed with the clip, honestly, the fact that I I inherently, you know, I know how to do a garden and I feel like if everything went out and we had the tools around us here the home we we would out of necessity even maybe with the neighbors you know what i'm saying we'd try to figure out communication like people would get together oh. and and listen if gilligan could do it with a coconut i'm building a radio <laughs> out of what i got lying around you know what i mean i just think that when it comes to a power outage or people needing to communicate um you know People find the inspiration when it's needed, especially when they have to get out to their OnlyFans, right? Oh. That's kind of the... <laughs> no, no, OnlyFans is gone. I'm telling you, man, this, the, the fucking, the, you know, if we're talking like an apocalyptic event, you're right still going to have like, I, I believe you'll still have like CB radios, you'll still have AM radio. Yeah, you'll everything have, else yes, is, AM radio Everything is else brutal. is gone. Yes. Everything else is gone. I don't think people realize that stuff, man. Everyone, yeah. and, but this goes back to... Cruise it through traffic and navigating yourself around what a dependent culture we have become on these devices to just get us around and make us understand the surroundings. Do you think anyone in our modern era, especially the youth, millennials and down, do we have the capability to really navigate a map at this point? No, I don't know. To be honest with you, that's why I've really been trying to like learn skills, man. Let me learn how to weld. Let me learn how to pick locks. Let me learn how to like, you know, just I, I want to learn anything and everything, whatever trade skills. That's right, folks. Because uh, Mike's on to a great idea here. I'm a full supporter. You don't want to own all the guns and ammo. You want to know how to pick the lock to the guy's warehouse with the guns and ammo. You see? You pick the lock, you get in there, you got the stash. And you could go online, you could order those uh those key rings. It's got like a hundred different it's all the different uh manufacturers of heavy equipment. This, so then you can operate heavy equipment in case of the uh you know. You can order this? This is a uh, master key ring. Remember like the standards, the the lawnmower? Yeah, you got every, the standards, you got uh John Deere, John right? Deere. Everything. And remember yeah. how every lawnmower was the same key? Yeah, man. It's the same thing for like tractors and shit. So like, you buy these key rigs and it's got like all the John Deere, uh, you know, Massey. They got all the you know the Massey Ferguson. They got all of them. So then like you come, you know, post apocalyptic world. You're walking through some you know farmland and you find a, a bulldozer, a tractor, you know, or a construction site, something. You know, you could operate it. That's awesome, man. That's great advice. That's like. Yeah. That's a game changer in a post-apocalyptic world. Think about it, you got to take out some zombies. You got a fucking front loader. <laughs> what do you like mean? A, I you know? take out zombies every day on the fucking uh, I-25 driving to work in the morning, man. <laughs> Left and right, dude. You kidding me? It's ridiculous out yeah, there. You're, you're going to want to know how to pick locks because think about it, dude. You're going to stumble on some zombie house, right? You're going to kill <laughs> the zombies. He's got a fucking whole, ch- He's got a whole fucking safe filled with guns and ammo. Got to pick that lock. Most likely apocalyptic scenario, we got to say what, EMP or some sort of solar flare wipes out the uh, tech, right? That's got to be the, the one, maybe man-made one. Are, are you, I, I have been, I th- uh, are you I, into the I, Great Flood theory and the, the fact that maybe uh, uh, the people are prepping for that? I think volcano. Volcano, super volcano. I think we're, I think we're just, we got, yeah, I think we got, I think we're due for one. It's been so long. Adam Carolla has one of my favorite takes on the billionaires, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, um, you know, all the, uh, all the fellas. Uh, They all have this weird obsession with, uh, with getting off planet earth. Like they're, they're they're very, they're very keen on getting off this planet. So like, what are they into? So is China, man. Right. Know? Yeah. So what do they know, you know? And so there is, did you see the Graham Hancock, right? He he was a big uh, pusher and he had the Netflix show and he was on Rogan talking about yeah. there's this cataclysmic event that seems to happen every 12,000 years. 
So what's weird is what's weird is if you if you I forgot who it was, but he was like the scariest guy I ever heard because he, uh, it was on one of he was on uh, Lex Friedman, so I like was too stupid to understand what they were talking about. And I imagine you fell asleep about three or four times. (laughs) I almost crashed the fan. I went off the road like four times. Thank God for those bumps on the side, you know. (laughs) That's right. Ah, but he. He was talking about that, like, so he was talking about how, like, so Graham Hancock, what is he? He's like an archaeologist. He's like an ancient, uh, whatever, you know, and he's talking about how, like, we're we're a couple thousand years past due, you know? He's like, and then you go talk to the geologist, and they're looking at, like, the rocks and everything, and they're like, look, if you look every so many thousand years, there's a cataclysmic uh, volcano or earth, or, uh, platonic shift you know That's and he's right. like holy shit both of those were overdue you know and then elon musk just talked about it the other day and every a lot of guys are talking about the poles shifting yeah and that's a major the, uh we're, major we're overdue that for that by like to a few hundred years <laughs> you know what i mean uh, so it's yeah. like it's all these th- you know what i mean it's all these rubber bands that have been stretched out that they all should have broken a long time ago you know, maybe that would explain a lot of the weird shit our governments have been doing—the boring underground, the covering of the sky. Maybe they're just uh trying to stop mass chaos from ensuing. If people were to know what was about to happen, but then again, all of these things—they they happen in cycles that are on time scales just way beyond our lifetime. So it could. It, even though they're all on the brink of happening, that that brink could be 500 years long. <laughs> you know? That is crazy. And, and that just doesn't that doesn't that put us in perspective, man? Like, doesn't that make uh, the smallest things and problems in your life really almost nothing when you think about it? It's the uh, it's the pitch drop. The pitch drop. Remember the pitch drop. What's the pitch drop? It's still going on. Some guy in Australia, he was like a professor at a, at a university in Australia back in like early 1900s. He took some pitch, some tar. He put it in a a glass uh, funnel and he just put it on display. And this this tar has been dropping through the funnel ever since he did it. It's over 100 years now. And it's only dropped like eight drops, I think it is. So his whole point was it takes like 14, 15 years for this drop to form. But then nobody has ever witnessed the drop <laughs> because it takes so long to form. And then the time it actually drops, wow. it's just, yeah, it it's just a fraction. It's just a quick, oh, it just drops. If I, you know what I mean? Oh, and, it, and, it, yeah. and I think it's just like that, ex- that explains just, everything dude that is everything right there you know yes. well, think about anybody who's ever talked about them becoming famous what happens is just you you, you drop for 14 years and then one day poof, oh you became famous overnight you know the guy who has the landscaping company he was out there sweating for 14 years and then poof, became you know overnight he's a big landscaper you know it's, wow it's just the same thing with your life, you know? You spend your whole time dropping, and then it's just over, you know? Oh, over or um, explodes into... Well, you drop. <laughs> <laughs> what happens after you drop? I don't know, but you will drop. <laughs> yeah, the pitch drop, dude. It's still going on. You can watch it live. Just go to pitchdrop.com oh it's constantly happening and there's just a camera it's a live stream wow man that's wild stuff dude yeah there's like a big cult where like a lot of people try to watch it they want to see it happen live and that's the best part is the last one for sure was going to be the one that you saw because it was streamed live to the world wow still nobody really saw it live (laughs) it's incredible because it happens so fast and you never know. Yeah, that is uh that's wild, man. I, I'm actually totally blown away. I never knew about this drop. And you're right on the money. We are um 
We are just drops. That was back when Radio Lab was good. Oh, back in the day, yes. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But, uh, dude, we are at that time, believe it or not. We hit that hour point. If you know Thank God, because I'm out of beer. That I am, too. Uh, it was a great show. We got cut off several times by the powers that be. It was Just wild. shows you can never shut us down. Uh, dude, we, we kept it rolling. Uh, yeah. The best way we know how. <laughs> I'm very impressed, actually. We, uh, <laughs> it was a great time. Great oldies. Like, <laughs> thank you for listening, people. Thank you for joining. Uh, Big Chief Thunder Lung. Appreciate it, my friend. Uh, we will be back, even though we're being censored. Until next time, <sighs> folks. Mike, you got anything else to say? Fuck the CIA!